K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a bomb. Hey, welcome to the podcast dojo. Where one half of black on both sides lips bars with the other half to enter the steel cage death match. Only one walks. Well, that's not true. We, we, we both walk out. I would Welcome hope so. to another exciting episode of Black on Both Sides. I'm your host, your boy, King Kunta, 3X. Please say the 3X. And I'm with your other boy, the other half of the show. All this, none of this would be possible without him. That is locally known, universally accepted, world renowned. Be honest. How you doing, B? How you doing all right today? I'm good today, man. I'm good today. Did you did you see that we had a uh, uh, someone who's a listener email us a link? Did you see? Did you did you watch the link, King Kunta? Come on, man. Which link are you talking about? Be honest. The one about Trump. Come on, man. You didn't watch it. Pretty sure I did. I watched a lot of links about Trump. It was, it was <laughs> but this one was sent to by a listener who was saying that after we had the talk about um, Putin and Trump. And how we felt like Trump was his lapdog or whatever. She sent us in information about why that may have just been part of the ploy. Did you watch that video? You didn't watch it, did you? I'm sorry. Let me let me find out who this listener listener is so I can apologize to her formally. I believe it's somebody named Sarah, but I want to make absolutely seems like sure. gotcha media is what this seems like. Fake oh, news. Please, please. What the idea the premise behind the video, because I watched it, but the premise behind the video was it was showing how all the things lined up to where even though it may have seemed like he was like sitting in, in um, Putin's pocket, there were still some things that led up to that. There was just him playing chess, not checkers, which most of you Negroes play. It was chess. I don't know a lot of black people that know in how to play In the words chess. of Jamie Foxx, that triple threat actor of our time, <laughs> fuck all of that. No, fuck all that, man. Get the hell out of here with that shit. Let me find out who sent that bullshit to me. By the way, this entire podcast is under duress. Because be honest and I, who live thousands of miles apart from each other, apparently we have a no shirt, no podcast policy here. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that. So I'm wearing my vintage Lakers jersey featuring the Black Mamba, soon to be replaced by my LBJ. Hey man, man I'm, I'm myth, cool. I'm cool legend, if you want to have your chest out. I'm cool if you want to have your chest out. I just it threw me off for a second. That is sir, sir. That is not <laughs> what happened. That was not your first reaction. Coming from a man who podcasts regularly, right? Regularly, with a man who's, well, let's just say not in shape. You know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, <laughs> hey, you should be in the Slack room. But no, uh, I didn't watch that link. Come on, Kunta. I'm probably not going to watch that link. And let me figure out who set who sent that link, and we're going to lip spar in the Slack room. Since we missed last week, it's been a it's been a couple of weeks since the link was sent, so I'm trying to find it. I want to make sure we give them a shout out. Wasting time, man. Don't worry about that bullshit. You saw it. <laughs> you seen it. You don't. We we trying to do be honest. You trying not to listen to your lying eyes. Is that what you're doing? No, I just want to give everybody. See that here's the difference in me and you. The difference in me and you, obviously, is first of all, you already have, you have hair. <laughs> okay, def- definitely that. But the the real problem is that what you're not willing to do is you're not willing to listen to someone who you feel like can't what in your mind can't give you a message that fits. So I and I get it. You know, it's hard to listen to people who you feel like you don't just, you don't agree with immediately. My thing though is at least listen to it. Like you can you can. I will listen to it. Oh come no, on. I won't. That's I know a lie. you won't. I know. Uh, but 
in the words of common, it don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. So all these people trying to was this was this listener? Did she was she at the meeting with Trump and all of the pastors? Was she there? I don't think Ray so. Lewis couldn't make it because you know he had the Hall of Fame gig, but he wanted to be there. He I believe he had him some scissors for Randy Moss in that damn tight. You know what I'm talking about? No. Not to sidetrack your topic, but to sidetrack your topic. So at the Hall of Fame, an uh, NFL Hall of Fame, each year people are inducted to the Hall of Fame. This year features uh, some first-time Hall of Famers. Ray Lewis, you knew he was getting in. Right. He was a beast on the field. It is where it is. Absolutely. Um, and some other individuals that are of note, some who are not first-timers, T.O. got into the Hall of Fame last night. Look at him. Won't he do it? But he was mad, and he was mad because they put him in a Philadelphia Eagles jersey on the picture. T.O. going T.O. Then you got Randy Moss, <laughs> who for some reason was fascinated by the Oakland Raiders. But uh, but the thing that Randy Moss did, which I never expected from Randy Moss, was he wore a tie. And on that tie was a list of names of individuals who have been killed by either law enforcement or other individuals uh and have been, you know, part of the, some of them part of the Black Lives Matter movement. Some of them more recent, Sandra Bland, uh, for one. By the way, that case is closed. Yeah, it's scary. I'm and sorry, so did you say this, this on Trump's tie? No. Oh. Randy Moss, man. Oh, Randy Moss, I'm sorry. And so Randy Moss has the tie, and Ray Lewis is looking like Atlanta uncomfortable, if you know what I'm, what I'm referring to. Nope. He's looking real uncomfortable. Nope. Like Randy Moss is about to mess up all of Mass's money. Nope. I have no idea what you're talking about. So when you get a chance out there, listeners, go and Google uh, Randy Moss, HOF, Hall of Fame, NFL HOF, tie, and you'll see that he had a purple tie with a list of names in white. And he didn't go too far into it because it pretty much said what it said. And he said, I want people to understand that, you know, we support you. And that's all I'm going to say about it. So as he's getting enshrined, getting his gold jacket, he's got a tie with all these names on it. So that, you know, tip of the hat, slow clap, dap, all of that, Randy Mouse, who came out the womb ready. So you thought that boy from West Virginia didn't care about black lives he, or pr- his complexion? He was pr- wrong. You're proud of him. That's what you're saying? You're giving him a, a big up? Big big up for boop, putting boop, a, boop, some names on his tie? Because he got names on his tie? What is that? Listen, let's say, be honest, that you and I, many, many years from now, are inducted to the Podcast Hall of Fame. Are you going to make a political statement? I'm not. I'm going to be like prime time. I'm going to be suited and booted and freshly have my dome shined up because I don't have any hair. But by that time, we will have probably made millions of dollars. Maybe I'll have a head full of hair. I won't be having time for the little people. So shout out to Randy Moss for taking the time out of out of the out of the pinnacle of any football player's career mm. to. This ain't a pinnacle. He doesn't have a, lot a going political on right message. Now. Other than the Hall of Fame, man, in the NFL. Other than the Hall of Fame, what else has he been doing recently? Uh, he actually is a commentator. Why? I believe he's on. Uh, I want to say CBS. Why? Maybe I'm wrong. Football commentator. Yeah, but why? Who wants to hear him talk? Do you? I don't. Shannon Sharp says hi. As far as people that are talking that you might not want to hear talk, but have pretty much made a career out of that. Yeah, he's awful too. Ain't no problem. And he's, Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. 
<laughs> what's worse about him is that not only do you see him if you watch Fox, I think he's on Fox, right? If even if you don't watch Fox, he's on all the Yolo YouTube snips. Like they make snips of him. So you're gonna see him whether you watch the show or not. Hey man, that, that house, that big horse dude with the with the speech impediment, he's he does be spitting facts. And you know what? I don't be all the way honest. I'm gonna keep it all the way hundred. At on black and both sides, we're not gonna keep it ninety nine and a half. We're gonna keep it one hundred. Cause nine nine and a half won't do. Anywho, um, Shannon Sharp actually forced me to reconsider my stance on LeBron before this week, because the points he was making were undeniable. Speaking of LeBron. I want to say, growing up, I was an MJ fan, and uh, you're about to do it. In my mind, there's a new goat. No, you're about to do it. No, don't do it. His name is LeBron James. Oh my! Because God. LeBron James is a complete person, and what he did, you know, why hasn't anyone done this before? But not to throw dirt on MJ. MJ actually does have his own college scholarship situation. He, I think it's called he, MJ's Wings or something. Did he pay but it's not targeted people? to any specific community. Yeah, he did it for Akron. And this, this is what I was trying to tell you and Jamie Mack way a long time ago before LeBron ever considered being a Laker. Jamie Mack. I was trying to tell you guys, he paid for 31 kids to go to college, full scholarship at Akron University, University of Akron. And y'all were like, no, he's still a bitch, yeah, he's, he's, whatever. And now he, 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 he's a Laker, and now it's like y'all are making him the shining example of manhood. This is what I've been trying to tell y'all. Basketball so you're aside. mad because I agree with you now? No. Basketball aside, this dude is a super dude. However, yeah, he's a solid dude. But now y'all are doing it just because he's a Laker. And that's ugly. No, this has nothing to do with that. Even if he had did this without being a Laker, honestly, I mean, why don't more athletes do this? Speaking of which, Derrick Rose is doing this, apparently. He's doing something similar in Chicago. Yeah. And then the Cheeto-in-Chief, be honest, president. Because I have a forever president and his number is 44. Um, Cheeto in chief starts throwing shade and says he likes MJ better. Yeah, that's like, his troll. You, you he need was to just worry trolling. about this Mueller subpoena you about to get. That's what you need to do. It was and so And then MJ stupid. came out and said he supports LeBron. But, right. but MJ is never going to piss anybody directly off. Right. He says Lebr- LeBron's doing a great job. In his community. See what he did there? <laughs> that's fine. That's yeah, fine. But he get, that's like, a, that's like a somebody, that's like hugs. You can see somebody and they can give you a hug, or you can have an A-frame hug, which is sucks, or you can have some room for Jesus, which also sucks. So he gave him, that was essentially an A-frame form of a high five. Are we calling people out right now? Because I'll call people out if, we, if, you, if we're doing that on black on both sides. That's what we do. Okay, well, check this out. Michael Jordan probably never goes to his camp. He might go there like one time in the very beginning and one time at the very end, but I guarantee you he's not doing day-to-day stuff. I work for a foundation, the Dallas Austin Foundation, who is one of the probably the most well-renowned uh, producers from the our early '90s. Uh, I mean, like he, he did a he did a Trump he did a Troop song, excuse me. He did uh, Madonna. He did TLC's big one of their big drum records. Line. This drumline, drum yes, drumline, yes. However, story of his, uh, based, loosely based on his life story. Yeah, right. I'm, and the reason why Beyonce was a drum nerd. 
No. Sorry, he's band not major, the reason why. No, drum major. Drum major, yeah. Playing so, them sticks. I was a cool ass drum major. Drum major is so different than the rest of the band geeks. Trust me. Trust me. But anyway, here's sure. a, here's because I mean you get your pick of the other people in the, in the like the the flag core, the girls who do the little the majorettes. Like they're looking at the drum major. Not looking One at time the, at band camp. They're not looking okay, at the sure, flute, the flautist. Anyway, because I mean a marching flautist. Anyway, but drum, uh, Dallas Austin. So I worked for his foundation. That was built It was designed To bring music Back to the schools Because they were Cutting the budget on them I remember this I worked there Eight years I taught at More than one high school For eight years I remember this Save the music Something like that Yes Yes He came once In eight years But the check came Once Oh yeah My check check, check came But that's not the point The kids want to see him It is the point That's a big part of it The The kids want to see him I've seen LeBron On TV On um, a DIY network Fixing up a house in Akron for somebody. Like he's the one there. He got he brought his kids with him. They were building. They were using the bulldozer and stuff and like the, but they were there. You know what I'm saying? I believe LeBron is that dude who shows up often. Maybe maybe not every day. He's busy, but I bet you he shows up often often. He seemed like that kind of guy. LeBron is not perfect. Of course he's, not. He's he's pretty damn solid. Pretty I'm, damn I'm solid. I'm glad y'all have seen it now. I really am bothered by the fact that you waited so long, but it's cool. As long as you're there. Uh, hey, uh, hey. It ain't where you're from, it's where you're at. And right now, this is where I'm at. Well, I got to so, root against uh, him, though, because he's a Laker but, now. But in any event, so that was, uh, so this is, you know, nothing but black excellence coming from LeBron. And, um, and you know, it's really uplifting to see. I see some other athletes following suit. D. Rose doing something super in Chicago. I would bet good money Carmelo will likely do something in, in on the East Coast. Well, he, he's speaking he's out. He's got to start preparing for life after basketball. He's that, been that's speaking this, out. This game he's running. On team to team is about to come short. Have you seen his his protest? He's been speaking out. Uh, I remember he and Lala. Mm. <laughs> it's a little clap for Lala's doctor. That, my friend, is how <laughs> you make the best of a bad situation. Because she was looking literally like some like a, an oblong triangle. Just think about that. Right. Yeah. But now. See, man. Anywho, woo. You can do it classy. So That's to- the thing. You can do it classy. But no. But Carmelo is um, speaking out against about Puerto Rico and how they're still, you know, how like, how Flynn is still messed up with the water. And nobody's talking about it anymore. Puerto Rico is still very similar to that when it comes to the way that they've been putting the the uh, city, state, yeah, province, whatever territory, whatever they're calling That's it these the, days. Your president doesn't believe there is. Yeah, that's the same amount of knowledge your president has about it, and that's why uh, nothing's really getting done. Yeah. Also, I saw Carmelo and Lala. They were deep in the Justice for Junior movement, and they actually visited Junior's mom, and uh, I think they donated some things to her. So yeah, uh, I saw that. I expect he'll do something similar for his hood, his barrio, at Casino. He's closer to the end than the beginning, and you know, it's time to transition. Right. Uh, I am looking at number 24, number eight, number 24, Black Mamba, Kobe Bean Bryant. What you going to do? You going to be like MJ? Is that what you going to do? He's trying to keep his wife. She kept. No, nah, everything he does now is to make sure he don't mess up that again. Uh, True. Uh, So, you know, hopefully something similar will happen out here on the West Coast. Uh, I'm waiting to see what that is. But again, LeBron James, friend to humanity, uh, great basketball player, better person. And he's a damn good basketball player. 
He's the best. Maybe the best basketball player I've ever seen. I've been saying that. Situationally. I, I just can't root for him anymore because he's a Laker. So I'm I can't. not giving him the last shot. Fuck that. No, sir. He's not supposed to take the last shot. That's not his role. He's not going to take it. Mm-mm. It's not his role. It won't be his role on my team. Who's going to be the person taking the last shot, though? The Black Mamba. He's not coming back. That's actually not true. It's MJ. You know it's MJ. I'm talking about on the Lakers, your current Lakers squad. Who's taking the last shot now is what I'm saying. L.A. Braun. You said he can't take the last shot. Now you're saying not on my team. He oh, can't. Got you, got you, got you. If I get to pick from uh from you know greatest of all times, right? No, I'm not giving him the last shot. I Co- got MJ, got Kobe. They can't got be on the same team. Before I get to LeBron taking that last shot for Jordan, Jordan and Kobe universe. can't be on the same team. Huh? Jordan and Kobe can't be on the same team. Fair. <laughs> you got to pick no. one. Well, no, you got to pick one. They neither one of them are the they best. Could, po- they could play together. Until there was a whistle blown. Braun is a small forward. Who's playing? Who's playing? Uh, shooting guard. You got They could play together until someone blew a whistle. <laughs> then one would talk to the other, and all hell would break loose. <laughs> yeah, but as long as the whistle is, they can they can go. You know, Mike Mike is winning that fight though, because Kobe got two pieced by a Chris. Kobe Childs. ain't got no hands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he don't. Yeah, he got that two piece. <laughs> the biscuit was coming. Luckily. Somebody jumped in and got him out of there before he got that biscuit. Who was, right. it? was it Chris Charles? Chris Charles, yeah. Name? Yeah. Oh, man, he wasn't expecting that to come. He was before he knew. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Right. Where you go? What's happening? Right. I'm Kobe. <laughs> what, we, what we got on music this week, man? Man, I want to talk about this new artist that uh, Miss Badu and uh, Dave Chappelle say it, they think he's pretty dope. I actually thought this guy was pretty dope, too. His name is Toby, T-O-B-E. And then his last name is of African descent. So I'm going to spell it because if I try to say it, it's not going to work. N-G-I, sorry, N-G-W-I-W-E. I have no, no idea. Might be Nigerian. That's not how it's spelled. I just looked up on Apple Music. N W I G W E. Yeah, that's what I said. Right, right. And uh, Toby. So this this guy is first off, uh, the production is a one. He's got two albums that you can find on iTunes or the Google Play Store, and the production is great. But what makes him different is his lyrical content is is on some Kendrick Lamar stuff with no curses. How? How? How did he do this? He's a rapper? He's a rapper. Oh, wow. His lyrical content is on Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole level, no curses. Do you remember that rapper from Nigeria or something? It was like really, really dark skin. He had the crazy like um, like planetary background going and he was really bad. You remember that no. guy? He's nothing like him? No. Okay. No, this is see, Kunta is never gonna bring never gonna be half stepping on black on both sides. If I decide to tell you something, listeners, about music, it's cause not only do I listen to it myself, but I believe in the artists and what they stand for. You should check it out. You may not always like it, but you will understand why I I said this is unique. So Toby, Nanagana, no whatever. Another thing that's interesting about him is he's from Texas. That's how I initially found him. I know you're laughing. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, his wife is prominent 
on most of his songs, and that's pretty interesting. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at this guy. This is, I found it so quickly. I just put in African rapper funny. I want you to hear this real quick. How you want me to? How do you feel? Love for you. How you want me to? How do you feel? Love for you. How you want me to? How do you feel? Love for you. How you want me to? Yes, that's the hook. How do you feel? Yes, <laughs> yes that's the hook. Got some question I gotta ask ya. Push your hands up on the floor. Okay, let's go. Let's go to front low. Let's go. Baby, you got a better flow. Please stop. Okay, I'll stop. But look, that guy, that, when I think of African Listeners, rap, that's what I think of. The views and opinions shared by <laughs> Mr. Bionis are not representative of the views and opinions of the Rare Science Media Network. When I hear African rapper, when I hear African rapper, that's what I think of every single time. I, you know, I wasn't planning on doing this, but that's so that was so terrible, right? And that you know, this guy Toby is the real deal, and he's went got certified on a, on Instagram last week, and uh, and so uh, like I said, Dave Chappelle and Erica Badu have become fans of his. I knew them before that, but but they said that he was dope. So right. what, what is what does a rapper do when your heroes say that you're dope? That's it. I ain't gonna give you no more. I ain't gonna give you no more. But he actually is a real rapper. He didn't really have a song on that one. That's not normally what he does. He's he's got a kind of a lightweight gritty flow, but it's the way that he. But it's Toby T O B E. Right. The last part, how Bianca spelled it. And uh, if you put in T-O-B-E, he will be the first person that populates your iTunes. Yeah. Give his, all of his music a listen. I promise you, you will find some songs that you like and I you like, will be bumping. I like the hook a lot. Yeah. So he did that literally in like 24 hours after she told him he was dope on Instagram. And I remember the day pretty clearly because he lost his, he lost his shit when she said he was dope. He's like, ah, look at that. And then the next day he dropped that, and uh, so uh, this he's fuck it, man. He's he's a genius. Ah, I've listened to I've listened on. to enough of his two albums to realize that the way he picks his tracks and his rhyming patterns and even the things he uses, the things he says. He just needs money behind the man. My nigga, genius though, genius. Come on. As far as rappers go, come on, man. 
Nas is a genius rapper. If we're talking about rappers, he's not a genius. Hey man, but listen to some more of his music, and we'll pick it up next week. Okay. So that's 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 a uh, that's Toby. He's young. He's up and coming. He's next. Nxet. He's next. He's coming. He's he's the next big thing. Um, but I also listen a- to Afterworld from Travis Scott. But hold on. Know- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Being African though, we have to stop before we go to Travis Scott, which I have heard some of the songs from. But stand by. Um, Toby, could he could he have picked a better name? King that's his Kunta, name, man. King like Kenneth Kunta. Lamar. That's his real name. That's the government. I don't care, King Kunta Kente. That's what that for Americans. Roots is a big thing, and when he changed his name from Kunta Kente to Toby, Barack it was a Obama, <laughs> Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> okay. But uh, Travis Scott. but Afterworld, I actually, for you know, be honest, knows this. If you listen to, you know, to Black on Both Sides enough, you know that King Kunta will tell people who don't know King Kunta to listen to Kendrick Lamar, listen to you some J Cole. That's what he'll tell people to listen to. That's not what King Kunta listens to on the reg. He listens to Future and Travis Scott. Well, Travis Scott had a new album, Afterworld, and. It's all right. Yeah, I got two songs, Wake Up and Sicko Mode, that I got in my on my playlist now. So yeah, it's it's all right. I mean, there's some hits. There are a couple misses. It's all right. It's all right. You know, it's just solid effort. I think that uh he's going off on Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole world where uh, his albums are gonna kinda be more like art pieces than anything. And that's so you're gonna have to understand that going in, that he's gonna be doing some different stuff on some tracks, and that's just who he is. Right. And that's what he's going to do as long as the money keep coming. The cover is it very interesting. Yeah. So that's pretty much what I listened to. Wait, was there one more? Ah, YG. I'm not all the way through it. Nah. I but out to, here on his West Coast. He got a booty shake song. No. I got to know what the Bloods and Crips are Bloods and Cripping about so I can keep <laughs> my head on the swivel. I didn't like so it. I'm going to hit the or the rolling, I know what to do. I know that I know to get low to get out. Right. So I haven't finished it. Uh, so I'll I'll have a better idea of, of what I think of YG next next time. So that's what that's what that's what Kunta's listening to. And and the takeaway is get yourself some Toby in your life, mm, in the bone like Robotus and pour it in there. I'm gonna call him Kunta Kente. No, you won't. You gonna listen to it? See, be honest. I know you, man. You're gonna to listen to his production. I am. It's 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 masterfully put together. I don't know who's helping him do this. Right. If it's just him by itself, then that's why I think he's 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 got some G word in him. Got some genius in there. Uh, the production is 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 flawless. Uh, but in any event, so that's uh that's kind of what I was listening to, and uh, and that's what's hot in the streets these days. It looks like he's put himself out. Toby in Guagalunga LLC. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. His last name. I'm sure I'm going to learn. I'm sure it's in Wege. In Wege. In Wege. Toby. In Wege. No, Gue. In Wege. In Wege? Yeah, I think so. Sure. My Hey, Toby in. I don't know. Right. Yeah, but in any event, so that's what's up. Let me actually... On a second, uh, do we have any additional five star reviews? 
I, mean, I, look. I haven't checked in a little while. We and listeners, while he's looking, I just want to apologize to you guys. Last guys, last week we got tied up, and it's totally our fault. We there's no real excuse, but I just want to let you know that we we know we missed a week, and it's not like we're just going to shun y'all off. Uh, we do apologize. Sometimes, like he's saying, we're so many miles apart. When things don't match up perfectly. It's very hard for us to get it together if we don't get the right day down. So as many of you know, we record on Thursday night, and then the show comes out on Monday. But guess what happens between Thursday and Monday? The weekend, and you know that family people, both of us are family guys, and our weekends are really hectic. So it was just very difficult to get that show out to you guys. But that's why we knew we had to do a show this week, and here we are. And I'm glad I'm glad we had the opportunity to. So did you find that yet, Kunta? Not yet? Okay, so listeners, I want to apologize about last week. We, should I start over? <laughs> no, we're good. Just, just please, please stop. Uh, but in any event, <laughs> let's see. Hmm, I'm looking, listeners. I'm looking. I'm seeing what I see, listeners, and ah. As I told you guys, if you submit a five-star review, I will read your message. No matter what it says, it could say, hey, be honest, is a man pretty. I'll read it. It could say, hey, King Kunta is really bald. I'll read that, too. It doesn't matter. Whatever it says. So did you this say, one comes did you say man pretty? Of friend of the show. Uh, a gentleman by the name of going by Tremendous Kid is the tagline. Five stars. Dope content. Be honest in King Kunta. The youth need to hear this. Slash French Reggie. Interesting. <laughs> Thank you, uh, French Reggie. French Reginald. I appreciate your patronage. Oh, my God. And I, I'm kind of lightweight. Sorry for what I said in the Slack room, but not really. You know what you did. Uh, Black Roxanne. It's like Pac said, sometimes I see the youth and they just seem strange. It just <laughs> the youth seems strange. But anywho, thank you for that. Um and that is a five star rating uh for this podcast. And you know, the reason why we ask for these things is because if you want if you like the content you're hearing from us and you want other people to find it, other than you sharing the show yourself. Uh, when you give us five-star reviews, it helps push the show up on the charts at iTunes or Google or Stitcher so that other people can find it. So that's why we keep pushing that. And I also want to say that we have premium content. I don't know if you guys, if you're new to this show, you may not know that. We have other podcasts uh, where uh, we're talking about other issues, other things individually. And... That can be found on the rarescienceMedia.com, uh, the Rare Science Media Network, where uh, Black on Both Sides will be archived in the future and where all of our premium content is. For example, I've got a little corner of the internet webs called uh, Kuntas Chronicles. In my last episode, I got so mad, I forgot the name of my podcast twice. You did. So <laughs> you get to see things like that, hear things like that. And there are other shows. If you didn't come to us from another show, there's... There is uh, the No Nonsense Show, which is the mothership of the Rare Sonus Media uh, Network. There's Music Love Life, which uh, talks about a lot of different issues. Uh, and the No Nonsense Show is essentially uh, 
your favorite barbershop on the interwebs or your favorite beauty salon, either way. And uh, then there's uh, Baylor the Great, BTG for president. You're, you're, you're professional Californian, though let me be clear. I am the warden of the West. However, I do support this fellow, this BTG, <laughs> you know, for president in 2020. You can give him a shot. He's got some interesting thoughts about how to get this thing fixed. And I, 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 I for one, I'm curious to see what it goes. Curious to see what it does with it. Uh, then there's, you know, there's some sports programming on there as well. So Rare Science Media, she checked it out. Premium content, access to our archives and premium content is basically the, the price of a cup of coffee. What does a price of a cup of coffee do for this show? Helps us cover expenses. You know, uh, there's a lot going on. And none of it's free. And so every little bit you can give to Rare Science Media helps all of us, the podcast. Rising tide raises all boats. So if you if you really love us, you really support us, give us a cup of coffee. Yep. That's my spiel. Sorry about that. Be honest, won't say this stuff because he's too proud. No, I definitely would say it. Make sure you go to rarescience.com. If you want to see all the other shows, if you want to sign up for premium, go to rarescience.com slash, slash, slash register. Uh, also, if you want to give us a five-star review, it's a little tricky on Apple Podcasts, but all you have to do is go to the search field, type in black on both sides. You'll see us pull up. We're number one now. We're the number one black on both sides, shunning any other black on both sides on the internet. Anyway, click on black on both sides, a picture of me and Kunta split in half, and then you can scroll down a little bit and tap on the link that says write a review, and we really would appreciate that. That's really the only way I know how to do it for Apple Podcasts. On Stitcher, you just go, you know, a Subscribe to the show and you'll get the option to write a review right there. So either way, it helps us a tremendous amount. So we appreciate being a premium member or getting us a five-star review. And King Coach is willing to read anything you write as long as you give us five stars. Literally anything. Speaking of writing literally anything. So the band nerd has a problem with comic book nerds and cartoon nerds. So that'd be be honest as a problem with people like myself who enjoy Marvel movies. So uh, he no, may not on, be interested in this story. When, when was the last time you heard me talk about some band stuff? I've never talked about ligatures and, and mouthpieces and you never hear me talk it's about. It's in your DNA, <laughs> sir. You've never heard me talk about this stuff. You talk you about got, ninjas. You got, you got, you got bang geek inside your DNA. You spent 15 um, minutes talking about ninjas two weeks ago. I don't remember that. Of course not. Anywho, so if you're a fan of Guardians of the Galaxies 1 and 2, you would realize that Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was essentially supposed to be a one-off where no one gave a shot to do anything. In actuality, it was a hit making, uh, making uh, Marvel Studios billions of doll hairs. And the producer of that, sorry, the director of that was one James Gunn. Mr. Gunn was recently working on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mr. Gunn also was going to be expanding the Marvel Universe with a couple other different uh, characters he was going to be bringing in. One problem. Mr. Gunn's texts, sorry, his tweets from approximately over, well, about 10 years or even longer ago have recently resurfaced. In those tweets, Mr. Gunn at the time is making several offensive jokes involving pedophilia, child molestation, uh, all things that are not good for Marvel, more importantly, not good for Disney, which owns Marvel. What about kids? So, Is it good for kids? You should, you should have put them first, I think. 
Well, I don't think the kids were following his Twitter account at that time, so I don't think they really knew. Okay, but what about the people that do things to kids? And that was just a joke. I don't think they were following him either. Okay, but but see, here's the, here's the problem. The problem is that at the time, Mr. Gunn was 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 shooting a certain type of edgy film in which one is pushing the 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 borders of what's okay and what's not okay, and uh, and that was roughly ten years ago. Now. Let's tie this into the events that happened with Roseanne that we've talked about on the show where she made an offensive tweet, which was just the the next in a line of offensive pictures and things she's done and said. And there was a huge outcry from the far left to have something done with Roseanne. Well, are you happy? Because Mr. Gunn was a huge anti-Trump uh advocate and a, a think tank a conservative think tank is actually the one that dug up these tweets and exposed them and so the question for you be honest and the question for you listeners out there is have we gotten to a point to where we're so overly sensitive about everything that we're going to wind up losing good things from our lives because we become a nation of oversensitive people. Before you answer that, let me add one more example. Um, Leslie Jones was on The View last week, and she pointed out uh, that comedians are having huge problems now. They don't know what they can say and what they can't say. And in Leslie Jones' fashion, she was saying that we have to lighten up and learn to take a joke. Be honest, are we ever going as a nation, as a generation of people, are we going to get back to being able to take jokes, bad jokes, poor jokes, jokes and poor tastes, improper jokes? Are we going to get more sensitive? And if so, what is that going to mean? So, um, first of all, this is seems like an episode of When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong from the Chappelle Show because this guy was totally against Trump, who was, fits right into... I guess all of your wheelhouses, all of you people who just decide to hate a person and, and, and just double down on it. But um, to me, this is when keeping it real goes wrong. They found something on this guy, and now he looks like an idiot, and he's making everybody else look like pedophiles. I don't even know what the tweets were. To be honest with you, I'm not really even sure how— Take, take my word that the tweets are things you can't say out loud. Can't say out loud because it incriminates you or because it's just poor taste? Both. Okay. Why, why, what mind would think of that, that sort of thing to say is the problem? I think it's some real dirty stuff, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't, ask yeah, my, ask you don't my wife. tell people and you don't put it in writing, and this guy did. Fair enough. But I think that if you listen to No, no Nonsense Show, you would disagree with, with that, what you just said. I've said plenty on that show. So, anyway. Yeah, you, you're probably never going to be, uh, you know, well, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, Trump made it. Trump made it. Yeah. Trump made it, but, baby. But, you know, I mean, you're light-skinned, you're not th- but you're not that, you know. You don't have the complexion for the protection. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm anyway, a, but you got to stay inside. Sorry. No, but, I digress. But um, I think that this has become an issue. I think that comedians are in trouble. Dave Chappelle even spoke about it on one of his latest episodes. He's like, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to retire for a little while because you can't say anything anymore. Like, nothing is funny if it offends one person. And... I disagree with it. I think we do need to lighten up. I agree completely with Leslie Jones because nothing. The I'm not. I don't laugh at comedians anymore. They're not funny to me. 
I've I've tried to turn on several of the Netflix specials where you know the comedians are up there and, and I can see them dancing around issues. I can see them dancing around saying things a certain way. It draws me to the people that are just not caring anymore because I just it's just not f- funny is wrong most of the time. Funny is wrong most of the time. In fact, my humor, the stuff that I think is funny, is mostly wrong. Yes. It, ha- it has to be. It, it, because what a comedian's supposed to do, kind of like the No Nonsense show, is sometimes people just need to laugh. Like, there's so much bad stuff going on in the world, so much bad stuff in your week. You need to be able to look at things that you've been seeing all week long and get another perspective. And if you can make another perspective of a bad thing funny, that's to me, that's genius. That's and, humanity. And that's why we need comedians. And we need them to be, we need them to be unabridged. We need them to be... I don't, I don't want to say shackles off because it can go too far. But, right. But come on. Come on. I mean, like, you know. So, so let's, let's break this down. So what did you think about Roseanne's firing? I think it was wrong to fire. What do you think about the new show called The Connors? Who is that? So remember when we talked about it, our, our, well, my concern was that what about these other people who were just were at work on their lines? They woke up the next day and they didn't have a job. What about Key Grips and Best Get, Best Boy and all these other people? Right. Well, ABC is doing another show based off of, their, I guess, the remaining cast called The Connors. Have you seen it yet or they haven't done it yet? Well, I didn't watch Roseanne. The, this, so, no, I'm not going to watch it. But So that's what they're trying to do, I suppose, to for those that did make the tweet. Let me ask you a question. Has Roseanne ever been funny to you? Would you consider to be a funny person? If somebody said Roseanne is their favorite comedian, would you respect him? Prior to all these tweets and stuff, I'm talking about from back in the day. If somebody was like, well, I really like Roseanne Barr, would you have been like, okay, I don't, I mean, I don't really listen to her, but I can't hate on you. She seems like she's a quality comedian. What would you say? To be honest, I don't recall much of her stand-up. Uh-huh. And she was always whining, like Yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it I thought it was decent. It was decent humor, it was well put together. It wasn't my thing. It wasn't, you know, her stick wasn't. I'd say that. It's not my thing. Right. But, but I would I consider it to be a decent how she comedian. She had an audience of people who could, I guess you could say, who could empathize with what she was representing at the time. Right. And the, and I can I can understand people that were fans of the first show mm-hmm. back in the eighties uh, because it did reflect a traditionally underrepresented segment of society, which is the working class. Right. So I, I understood the attraction to. To her character and her comedy to some extent, but not my cup of tea. So, segueing back to, to James Gunn. So, you're Disney. This man has made you billions. At least $2 billion between the, the two Guardians of the Galaxy. Are you firing him over this? Ten years. What happened to vetting? That's, to me, that's Disney's fault. If they feel like they have a problem with it now, that's their fault. They had time to vet this guy. They came back and did a sequel, right? True or false? Yep. That's, that's, they got to they gotta bite this one. Like, hey, you know, we, we... The conservative think tank dug up the tweets. I don't know how they did it, but they did. Right, but, but what I'm saying is, though, so just because you fire him, that doesn't let you off the hook. You had to have vetted this guy. You're just hiring any director to, to direct anything? Like, you, you, have, you have kids' eyeballs. You're telling me that you're just going to... You're allowed to just pick anybody, and then when somebody calls you, you got you don't have a good like. There's no story. There's no there's no backup for this. You didn't think this was coming. Who who does the vetting over at Disney? Who does the vetting at ABC for Disney? Okay, so the question remains: Should they have fired him 
I haven't seen the tweets, so I don't know how bad it gets. But if it's no, just just take my word for it. There are horrible things. They're the type of things. Are they illegal? Are not molesting children? You're getting very damn close. Wow. They're reprehensible. They're not okay. There's no bright side. They're pretty direct because that's the type of films he was shooting was in your face. Uh, changing moral values, right. shocks type stuff. Okay. That's what he was shooting at that time. Take off your dad hat for a second. Can you do that for me? Okay. Okay. Were they funny tweets? No. Okay. If they weren't funny and they weren't in good taste, nope. I don't get it. Then at that point, it's it, it, there's it's a conversation. I don't know. I don't know that firing people is the right thing. I don't. I don't like any of these firings where people find people who like call the police on somebody and get them fired. I don't think people should get fired for doing those types of things. That there definitely needs to be a conversation in this place because he's someone. He apologized, who, by the way. Of course he did. He's an influencer, so there has to be some conversation between him and Disney. There has to be something that that goes on. But firing, I'm not sure that. I don't think that you can wash your hands from that because you should have vetted him. So you don't get to wash your hands and walk away and put somebody else in his place. I'm still holding you accountable. If it's wrong, it's wrong because you made it that way. You were the person who put this guy in front of us to be the director. He's he's who he is. But at the same time, we don't even know if the person that hired him or the people that were in charge of vetting are even still at Disney anymore. So you've got this thing, the situation. Um, what do you do? By the way, the cast is pissed, and they've started. Uh, they've gathered about two hundred fifty thousand signatures so far already to have them reinstated. Right. Um, personally, being the geek that and the nerd you say that I am, I know for a fact that he is very important to the Marvel cinematic universe is what he was going to do and is that vision that he had the last thor movie is like almost beat for beat a copy of the guardians of the galaxy movies and they've talked about bringing in the director of the thor movie the last one taka watiti wati to come in uh i think he sits out for this next movie but i think they're going to bring him back the men's made them billions well, Asian, they, they Asians, want the money. I don't know. Asians are very good at taking something that works and making it better for cheaper. So I don't know, man. This Asian dude that you called his name, I can't he's say. He's not it. Asian, man. He's from New Zealand. He's Damn. Said, why, why, tiki? Taka, why? Yeah, well, he's That's, from New Zealand. Yeah, but come on. Is he like Samoan looking? Like, how does he look? Does he look like the, no, the white he's kind New of skinny, or the, but he's taller, kind of. But is he, he looks like. You ever seen Flight of the Concords? Of course not. That would not be something you would see. Just take my word for it. He looks Flight like of New the Zealand. Concords. He's from an irregular, regular New Zealand person. I have seen Flight of the Concords. Thank you, sir. Good for you. Yes. Wow. I have culture. I have. I, you know, I don't just look at my culture. I look at other cultures as well. But um, so he's one of those guys. So he's like a real white guy, basically. Uh, uh, no, he's a real New Zealand guy. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. There, there, there are some. He doesn't look like a, a Polynesian or Samoan right. type. That's what I was asking. He doesn't look like Maui from Moana. No, he looks just like like one of those. He'd fit in on Fly the Concords. He'd be he'd fit in. Okay, cool. Well, I, yeah. So I, he has dark hair. He's tall. He's got a weird. Hey guys, hey, how's it going? He talk, kind of kind of talks a little bit like this. Yeah, he's got a weird voice. Okay, but he's got a weird sense of humor, and so he's the only option they should have for this movie. But I think they only said gun out for one. Because he's made them too much money, yeah, and he has the blueprint for where they want to go with those movies. I got two things. He's to not going to give that up. I got two things to say about what you said. First of all, do you really believe I'm the only person that says that you're a Marvel comic book nerd? I don't think so. Number two is, um, 
I like that they're putting the petition together. That's good. Did you happen to Did you happen to see that tweet of the two Mexican workers who got fired in some plant, and um, everybody quit? All the Me- the other Mexican, all of them, and it was like mostly a Mexican plant. So there's a black guy filming this. Talking about, oh man, they just everybody quit. They fired such and such, and now all of it, and they literally were all getting their stuff. To my well, if they're gone, we're gone, and they all, every last one of them. There was no Mexican in that plant. Anymore, they were all getting their lunch pails and walking out. Every single one, there it was so quiet in this plant. I'm talking about it was supposed to be welding and like stuff like that going on. It was all empty. No chance. That's solidarity. What's no chance? They're not doing that. Too much money. Who's not doing that? None of the actors. Oh right. Too much money. (laughs) But if they did, if If, if black people, you're saying if Chris Pratt was the type of Christian that he says he is. If NFL oh, you players, you know, Chris Pratt's the is the leader, uh, is the Star Lord. He's the, the main character on Guardians of the Galaxy. I have no idea. But he's also about. a huge fundamental Christian. Okay. So if he was the guy he says he is, who's forgiven and turned the other cheek, would he quit? Then it'd be interesting to see what they would do. But I don't. I think Chris Pratt, you know, he got a really big team. He's some really nice things. Yeah. I don't know. It, we'll see. I think this is just a sideline. This is a short-term situation. Uh, I think the bigger issue that should really concern us is whether you're left or whether you're right. How far are we going to go with this sensitivity stuff? It's going to be to where, I mean, how are we going to interact with people, period? They keep telling me that this is just the beginning of it. It's always really bad at the beginning because the witch hunts start and they go overboard and everything is so extreme. But how many years has it been now where the people are getting more and more not it's not level. There's no plateau for this, it seems. I, I, I don't know, but we can't keep going this way. I mean, it's just. Okay. I have a friend who has a son. And he's allowing this son to wear princess outfits. You said prince as in prince the musician, princess outfits? Princess. <laughs> I was trying Disney to- princess. <laughs> Both of those would probably be a little corny, but I get it. Princess. Disney princess outfits. The same ones I buy for my daughter. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. And, you know, this gender neutrality, this gender fluidity. You know, I'm not a right-leaning person on anything except perhaps uh, finances. But I just... I just don't know what we're doing, man. I just don't know. Let me ask you a question. Do you have any embarrassing childhood pictures that you don't want your you don't want your wife to see? I mean, before y'all got married, of course. Or your girl. None of me dressed up like a Disney princess. But you had the ones that were uncomfortable, like how you had to explain like why you why you look so like, you know, tube socks up to your knees and then the short shorts with the mismatch. Yeah, not not yeah. the same thing, man. No, but it's I'm saying a whole you have gender those. swap. I'm saying, but you have those, right? Of course. Imagine being that grown up and your mom pulls out pictures and you're in a dress. And you're not like that. Like you, you grew out of that phase or whatever it was. Where I don't even know if that's a phase. But it's not a phase. Someone has made that okay. But you grow out of that, and now you're a grown man, and your your potential significant other is like, I don't know if I can date this dude. Like I don't. I, I'm not even thinking about having a kid with him now. Look at what he was when he was a kid. I don't know if that's wrong of me to say that, but it just feels like that. Like well, I don't. We're men of a different generation. <sighs> Well, the people in that generation aren't having that question. 
I, I would like to hear, okay, so what my high school, I don't know about your high school. My, at my high school, we didn't do a lot of work. What we did throughout class was just joked each other. We called it Jonin. Some people call it Rankin, the dozens, whatever. We called it Jonin. We did that for probably 80% of our day, every you single mean day. bullying is what you mean. Sure, light bullying. But um, well, I wonder what that sounds like in school now, or do they even do it? I, I don't know. I wonder. That, that's and a, I have teens and tweens in my house. Well, I have tweens and a four-year-old, and I, I don't know. The list of bad words that my toddler is telling me has so many words that aren't bad words. <laughs> like stupid is apparently a bad word. No way. Stupid is necessary. Yeah, it is. Because uh, uh, you can't, can't fix stupid. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know, man. I just I never thought I'd get to a situation where I would realize that there was such a difference. Yeah. A generational difference that I would see things because I try to be open-minded, but you have your kid in a dress, your son in a dress. I don't, I don't, did he ask for that? How would he know to ask for that? Right. I don't think he would. Someone has planted that idea. Yeah. Or maybe he does. I don't know. Maybe we're idiots. So I see the pics and I'm like, I'm not liking this shit. Maybe we're idiots for not being open-minded enough, but I just I'm I, I, I'm not a, I'm not that open-minded. Sorry, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Love, I'm good. With my prejudices. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect man. Um, but in any event, that was I wasn't really planning on disclosing that. Hopefully, this person never listens to this episode ever. Uh, <laughs> well, we didn't say they'll their name. know exactly who I'm talking about. But we didn't say their name. They, they just, no, they'll know. Somebody they'll needs know. to hear it. Somebody needs to hear it. They know because they're because they're of our generation. They know. They yeah. know. Yeah. What the fuck? They know. Uh, but but in any event, uh, I want to say a happy belated birthday to my co-host here. Be honest. Hey. So uh, so I hear that you got yourself a new whip. Man, my wife did that thing for real. She, she, first of all, she tricked me because she was telling me I, I started a different job and the job is a commute. So it's about 36 miles each way. And I'm telling her, you know, I got like, I got a a nice car, but it's kind of older and it's a, it's a fun car. It's a two seater convertible BMW. And so it's, it's a fun car, but it's not the car you want to be. It's a five speed sports car. So it's not the kind of car you want to be going through, you know what I'm saying? Rush hour traffic in, 30 for 36 miles each way every day. So I was telling her, you know, I kind of want to get another vehicle. We have a, I also have a truck that I, you know, I use for work stuff, but it's a big old truck that uses a lot of gas. It turned out we were spending about four. I don't know why the Sanford and Son theme song started playing in my head when you said truck. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's not that kind of truck. It's like a trailblazer. It's like a Chevy trailblazer, some garbage uh, American vehicle. Anyway, but that's like the other vehicle. So um, that thing is, gets no, no, like five miles to the gallon almost. So anyway, it turns out I'm spending about 427 on gas a month and I'm telling her I need to get another car. I've been wanting to get an electric car because I bought her one a few years ago, but um, she's telling me, no, don't get it. Don't get it. She He's putting me off like, we, we'll wait. Let's get, stack up a little money first. So she surprises me on my birthday with a brand new electric vehicle. And I was blown away. She, this, my wife is awesome, man. Awesome. That's pretty cool, man. You know, uh, so as you may know, I'm uh, going to be in the car market uh, shortly. Don't get American. Not too shortly, but shortly. Don't get American. So 
I've seen the car uh, that you that you have. Yes. Does it fit for comfortably? Well, you're coming here in September, right? Hmm. Are you mm-hmm. still coming to Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll see for yourself. Fair enough. All right, cuz. And now I'm gonna go full circle on you. Do you know who else thinks that's a cool car? Your wife. Toby. It's one of his raps. <laughs> okay. Fun didn't fact. didn't see that one coming, but I, I guarantee you it's in there. <laughs> Fun fact. Okay. That's that's a deep dive. You went deep dive. It is a deep here. dive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, but in any event, so congratulations. Happy happy G Day. Thank you. And uh, I hope, look forward to seeing it in September. Um, also, happy birthday to James Baldwin. He was uh, doing a lot to say about it, some very important stuff uh, and a very unfortunate face. That's what he's known for. <laughs> very, very powerful words, very, very sh- strong facial features. Hard on the eyes, would you say that? that? I think that would be a very, very big understatement. He, his, him to political speaking is Nina Simone to political song. Wow. It's true. Face made for radio. Hey, you know, you can't have it all. Right. You can't. Right. Everybody can't be Beyonce. See what I did there? I did. Yep. Orlea. All right. So, you know what would be great? If we could talk about hypothetical or even real scenarios and determine whether or not we thought they were racist. You know, know, there a way we could do that. I do actually. And I have three today. Wow. Three. Yeah. So let's just start it out. Racism. Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not going to. Let's rate the racism. This one is, mm, it's going to be hard for you to to make me feel like this is racist. I'm going to let you know ahead of time. This is going to be difficult for you to make me feel like it's racism, but let me go ahead and read it on me. Let me see. Restaurant manager fired after telling black woman to get out. Okay. Kansas City, Missouri. Here we go. You ready? Okay. Are you ready for this name? I'm ready. Zavaria Vaqua. Get the fuck out of here. It's <laughs> not, not a real name. X Z A V E R I A V A Q U A. Zavaria Vaqua. <laughs> Here we go. Creole. Yeah. Kansas City, Missouri. Zavaria Vaqua, 37-year-old black woman from Kansas City, became one of the most recent victims of discrimination and racism when the manager of Tom Foolery's restaurant and bar told her to get out of the restaurant. She posted the video on social media and the manager was fired the day after. Her post also sparked protests calling for a boycott of the restaurant. I honestly feel like I was discriminated against and racially profiled, Vaqua told the Kansas City Star. In her post, Vaqua explained that a waitress had asked for her credit card and started a tab. When she asked if she could just pay up front, the waitress called the manager to talk to her instead. In the five-minute video, the conversation between Vaqua and the manager can be seen. She calmly explained to the manager her concern about securing a tab before eating. She says, I don't feel comfortable with nobody walking around with my card all night. I don't. All night, the manager asked, you going to be here all night? Vaqua answered she might be and then asked what time the establishment closes. The manager said 1 a.m. But when Vaqua clarified it, the manager said, I give last call at 2.30 a.m. at the bar. Okay, that's what I asked. What time do you close? You kept saying, you know what? The manager cut her. We're done. Go ahead and go. Vaqua was shocked. I, didn't, I don't even understand what just happened. The manager angrily told her to get out and said, I don't need to explain. Shh. 
to you. Vaqua added in her post that the ordeal didn't end in that video. The manager went outside and said some more hurtful, word, hurtful words. Of course, that's not on camera. Uh, Vaqua told the Kansas City Star that she felt the manager was refusing service to me just because I'm a black woman. On Thursday, protesters gathered outside the restaurant to call for a boycott of Tom Foolery's restaurant and bar. One of the protesters said the protest serves as a demonstration that allies and black people will not tolerate this type of behavior from any business in this city. And now I ask you... King Kunta, is this racism? I don't know. I need more. What about it? it. What about it felt like it might be racism? Besides her being black. Yeah, I don't have to explain anything to you. This is about it. Uh, but I, okay. Oh, no, but, I don't have to explain shit to you. It's about it. It's about it. That's, does he that's have to explain something, something to her? A, a manager of a, of a common establishment should say to a guest ever. So you're telling me you really believe you, King Kunta? No, I'm saying I don't know. That's about the only thing that I could lean that way. But I'm saying from what from what the the quotes are here and the way the the process, you think that's the first thing she said? You think that he just came out of no, nowhere? No, I don't. Yeah, I think I there's a lot missing here. That's right. why I can't. It's, this is inconclusive to me. But racism? And how how racism? How this this article says more than once racial discrimination, racism, discrimination. I don't see even one place where anything about her being black had anything to do with this. She was mad. No, that's missing from this entire story. She, I don't. I, yeah, she's mad because she didn't want to leave her credit card, which everybody does. Everybody yeah. does that. I mean, she was she was unreasonable in the first instance. Does she is she a billionaire? Like, what kind of what kind of card does she have? That you know, what I'm saying like everybody leaves their card to start a tab when you're at a bar. Because I'm assuming this this particular place is not like a restaurant late at night. It turns into a club. So in in order they can make sure people don't run out on bills, they take they start a tab. A lot of clubs do that. In fact, in all the big cities, if you go to a bar like that, that's what they do. You don't get to decide how you pay. So what I'm assuming happened based off of what the quotes are in this article, she was giving him trouble about it. He's like, you know what? I don't care. I don't want your business anymore. Pay your tab and leave. That's not racism. Then why was he fired? He was fired because of the same reason why Roseanne was fired, the same reason Gunn was fired. That's no, they, we actually have, have you know, tangible, inappropriate, like way inappropriate things that they that they said and and – you know, I don't have to explain shit to you. Right. While it's inappropriate, doesn't smack of racism Not at all. by itself. And I think they're trying to put the racism and the quote other hurtful things, which I would need to know what those were. So based on what you presented, I can't say this is racism. Very good. I appreciate that honesty. And it may have been racism, but it doesn't seem like it. I don't have enough facts. All right, so let's see here. Black mother, but it's probably racism. <laughs> Black mother of five-day-old baby dies after paramedics refuse to save her life. Go on. Tampa, Florida, the crazy state. This is the crazy state. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys are in Florida right now, but if you've, I live next to Florida, so F- Florida is full of crazy people. Like if they seriously cut Florida off and let it coast off into the the, the Atlantic and go not from Miami, that's not Miami though. No, they need to, they need to cut Miami off and bring it back to the bottom of Georgia. I I, I can agree with that. But everything above, everything north of Miami, and, else? and south of Valdosta, Georgia, they can even take Valdosta, Georgia if they want. Anyway, let's look at what this says. Tampa, Florida. Crystal, spell weird, Galloway, a 30-year-old mother who was a possible stroke victim, died after four paramedics refused to give her proper treatment. The victim's mother believes the paramedics didn't help them intentionally because they assumed that Crystal could not pay for the ambulance ride. 
The four paramedics have since been suspended for gross neglect of duty. Crystal, a mother of three, had shown symptoms of stroke just five days after giving birth to her baby. She later died, but the family believes that she could have been saved if only she was given the necessary treatments. According to reports, four medics who responded to a 911 call about an unconscious and drooling woman failed to even check her vital signs. They are also accused of falsifying records. They were placed on paid administrative leave on Friday in, con in connection with the incident, Hillsborough County Administrator Mike Merrill said. Nicole uh, Benhamau, Gall Galloway's mother, said she called 911 and informed the responding medics that she might be suffering from a stroke. When they arrived, she also told them that she had just had a C-section, but they didn't examine her and only told them they couldn't afford the ambulance. They never asked us if we had insurance, which we do, the mother told WBPF-TV News. Um, ben Hamal, I can't pronounce that. Uh, said Must the, be Muslim. Yeah, said the medics eventually told her that she could just bring Galloway herself to the hospital since they couldn't afford the ambulance. She did, drove Galloway to Brandon Regional Hospital, but her condition was getting worse that she had to be flown to Tampa General Hospital where she went into a coma and eventually died. The medics dispute the claim and said it was Ben Hamal who insisted on bringing Galloway to the hospital by herself, but there was no informed consent form signed to prove their statement. Instead, they allegedly falsified the records and indicated that the patient could not be found. The four paramedics who each worked with the department for as much as nine years will undergo disciplinary hearing on July 31st for their gross neglect of duty that could be the possible reason for Galloway's death. Meanwhile, Ben Amal started a GoFundMe to help her with to help with expenses for her grandchildren, including a five-day-old baby who were left behind by their mother. So far, they have exceeded the goal and raised about $9,000. So nowhere in this article does this say racism, but at the, at the top, this is in the racism category. So I have to assume that they're trying to present this as racism. So I'm asking you, King Kunta, is this racism? Maybe. I, I feel like there's a strong maybe, too. What, what the hell? If you're a paramedic, you don't... You don't you don't deny somebody immediate service. You may not take them to the hospital, but you do whatever you can to stabilize them so they can make their own trip. I don't even think you don't not take them to the hospital. I don't That's either. Not, the billing issue should have very little to do with you. That's a hospital issue, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I agree, but at the but very least, immediate services should be performed. The problem I have is, one, I don't know whether or not uh, paramedics work like a beat uh, do they have like an area, an established area that they work in? Two, the falsifying of documents tells me something bad happened. Yeah. Now, to say whether that's racist, I don't know. I can definitely say it's likely prejudice if we're going to attribute truth to the statements of they were told multiple times they couldn't afford the ride. But that could be prejudice combined with laziness. I don't know. There's something wrong here. Something Class, definitely classism. is wrong here. Yeah. Uh, to say it's just racism, I need to know more, but it's very possible. This is more possible than the last story. There are some racial issues at play here. I don't know the race of the paramedics, and I don't know, and I've never heard of paramedics refusing service to someone. That I don't understand. I don't know. I, I think that this is closer. To me, this is the kind of thing I hate hearing because... As far as as far as a paramedics worker goes, they're not making great cash. Like, who the hell are you? I mean, they make they make okay money, but they're not making. It's not their call, though. It's not their call to to worry about payment. But it's how how dare you? I mean, they're in the they're in the teens, probably. I don't think they're making twenty dollars an hour. They're in the teens, probably. 
They've they been doing this for nine years, so they know. They yeah. know what's okay and what they should know. What's what's okay and what's not okay. So something awful has happened here. What about the Jewish the Jewish ambulances in New York? You hear anything about those? Mm, I don't. No. There's there's actually a, a like a team of Jewish. I understand that and, they, and they'll pass up like regular Jehovah witnesses and et cetera. They have very special, you know, and they'll pass thing. up regular people. Um, that's racism too to me. But if somebody, I mean, they shouldn't answer calls. But if somebody's dying on the side of the road and they don't at least stop to stabilize them, there's something wrong with that. And there's something yeah, wrong with these is. people going into a five day old baby's mother's house and not stabilizing her from having a stroke. A stroke is now. That's not hey you you'll be okay. Get to the hospital. That's now. That's a now thing. People who who aren't treated immediately with a stroke end up paralyzed or dead. There's no there's no other way. Why they even go in if they weren't going to render aid? Good point. Good point. Why did they ever mention you can't afford it? That's not. I, 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 that's that's amazing to me. If it's not racism, they still should be. Now they should be fired. We're talking about no, somebody's either, life. Either way, they're fucked. Now I don't know if it's racism. It seems like it might be, but either way, they shouldn't get to be paramedics anymore. Yeah, not at all. That that's um, what is it? The the Hippocratic oath or whatever. That's what I thought they took too, but maybe I'm wrong. I know doctors take it. I feel like some nurses have it. I but, think they should have it. That's ridiculous. So I'm with you. I don't know if it's racism, but man, if you know, you know how, how hard it is for me to say racism, but classism, racism, somethingism. Then why take the call? I mean, that's why the whole nine one one's a joke thing out on the West Coast. If you weren't going to render aid, why'd you even go out there to begin with? Yeah, that was actually New York. Uh, that was a uh, Flavor Flav. So nine one is a joke was a Flavor Flav song, but that's okay. Oopsie scrudels. Why they say it out on the West Coast too? Well, they say it because Flavor Flav said it first. That's, well, that's know, cool though. I also like Flavor Flav and. Good for him and Crunchy Black. Where is Crunchy Black? Yeah, Where somewhere doing that little dance that everybody loves. Oh, oh, I don't want to see Crunchy Black doing that. Everybody loves that dance. By the way, has there been a more accurate rapper name for a rapper? Nope. Than <laughs> Crunchy Black. <laughs> no way. <laughs> um, Project Pat was pretty accurate too, though. <laughs> oh, but there's black, there's blue black. <laughs> It's <laughs> crunchy black. And I was like, shit. All their names. Suck. Show you right. That all is their names. Crunchy suck, black. Juicy Crunch, J. That is crunchy black. Gangsta Boo. All their names suck. Project Pat. All those guys. What Skinny Pimp? Hey, hey, hey! Be careful, Miss, Miss Gangsta Boo. Yeah, ho. <laughs> Her Instagram is lit. You should follow it. No thanks. I'm good. Miss Yeho. I don't even open my Instagram. I noticed. <laughs> but if you guys are not following King Kunta 3X on Instagram, you are wrong. You are wrong. Yeah, you should follow it. That's part of listening to the show. You got you to gotta follow him. It's black as fuck. It's like super black. It's like it's more black than Beyonce is probably comfortable with. He says, this is for the show. I'm like, mm, are you sure? Because I post a lot of Farrakhan. That's okay. Fuck with people. There's no, there's no way to be too black for this show. It's black on both sides. That's true. So you're right. That's all I got. I man. believe you said you had three, sir. No, that's all I got. I was skimming over that third one. I don't. I don't feel like it's it's even important enough. I don't want to. I don't want to waste people's time with it. I appreciate that. So, again, happy happy G Day. Thank you. Uh, be honest. I hope that your birthday month continues, and the party don't stop. And uh, let me know when you get them spinners Never. on the new ride. Never. Never. I've never had spinners. I've, I've, the only rims I ever had were inky rims. They came with the car that I bought. I've never, I will never have spinners, never had spinners. In Atlanta, Mexicans have spinners now, still. 
In the words of the great, that great news anchor, Ron Burgundy. Right. I don't believe you. <laughs> I promise you, in the in the in the hood here, like in the Mexican hoods, they still have spinners, but they're the only ones. They're the only ones that ride them. Most people who ride rims now in Atlanta, they have those are like really, really, like big, like twenty nine, twenty eight inch rims. Like those people, they their cars like I do the hood on twenty four. It's like a Caprice classic that's painted nice. That's painted like green. It has Skittles like all in the Chevy Ryan high yeah. above and gangster music. That kind of stuff. Most other regular people, we can't afford rims. They're just too expensive, and they and when you mess them up, it's like four or five thousand dollars to get them fixed because the tires. Yeah, there's a warranty issue as well and <laughs> gas mileage. It's just a whole to do. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm yeah, not. I, I rock the shoes that came with it. My my car came with twenties, so you know I'm good. All right. What about, the, what, what about that tent? You get that 5% tent so nope. they can't see up in your window? I'm legal, man. You know I'm half white. I got 35% tent, man. <laughs> no Yo, one pulls those cars over, to be honest. <laughs> that's not, not true. I don't think you're ready to disclose to the listeners what car you have, but no one pulls those cars over. You're right. I, I no don't one. care if people know it, but it's, it's a BMW i3. But I don't, No one pulls it over. That may be true, but you know they may. I might have a guy with a chip on his shoulder or something. I don't feel like playing that game. I guess, man. No one's pulling you over ever. <laughs> hey, does your car drive itself? It does drive itself in it in it somewhat. What happens is I can put it on active cruise control where I tell it how fast I want to go, and as long as I steer, it'll keep me off the bumper of the guy in front of me if during rush hour. So I take my foot off the gas and the brake. It slows me down and starts me up. All I got to do is just steer. That'd be dangerous for me because I'd fall asleep. But. No, because it makes a really loud noise if something goes wrong or if you turn off the where you're supposed to go and you're headed to a wall. or It makes a really loud noise and cuts oh. itself off. And the, see, the thing about that BMW i3 is that the brake, the gas pedal is the gas and the brake. You push the, it's the gas. You let go, it turns into a brake, and it'll stop. So if you if your foot's not on the gas, it'll be a complete stop. So they call it one driving, one pedal experience. You There is a, there is a brake pedal, but you rarely use it. Okay, well... Yeah. I pending September, I'm considering it because one of the things that I'm not happy with is paying money, gas money. Gas money is California no gas money is a, is out of this world though. It's no joke. We're paying three about three ninety right now for premium. So my other BMW, I I'll be putting fifteen dollars at a time in it just because I can't I can't fathom spending that much on gas. It's like yeah, fifteen I'm not, on pump number seven, right? right. In in quarters. I got $15 in quarters. <laughs> you know, I remember back in the day, you could put $5 in gas and make it to where you wanted to go. Forever. You could ride you forever. You get $5 worth of gas. You're going to make it to the next gas station if you're lucky. Right. The, 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 bat, the, the gas light is on almost immediately. Exactly. Yeah. Well, sir, it's been real. It has. You know, this is a... Uh, I missed the, the week. I wasn't going to share the listens with that, but I missed the week, and let's not do it again. Yep. Uh, and uh, thank you out there for supporting us, tuning in and listening. Just going to remind you one more time, if you want to know how the magic happens, if you want to see the sausage literally get made, you, my friend, dear sir, dear ma'am, need to get yourself into the Slack room. Go to rarsonnetsmedia.com. That's not it. That's not the rarsonnets.com. Yeah. <laughs> I knew as soon as I said it. Reminded me of uh of another podcast where certain co-hosts would always screw up either the outro or the website. Yeah. Yeah, but it's rarsonnets.com and if you uh ask to get into the Slack room, you will likely get into the Slack room. Um you may, you may not and stay. That's where it goes down. You might not that's stay, where but all you'll of get it in. goes down. <laughs> 
for all the shows, well, most of the shows, not all of them, for a good chunk of the shows in the Rare Science Network, we, you know, it goes down in the Slack room. Uh, we like interacting with you. Uh, we like hearing what you think, what you think is important, because at the end of the day, this podcast is meant, at least on my end, to be a benefit to your life. This is not just for you to pass time. It's just for you to enjoy. And if we're lucky, maybe uh, pique your interest on an issue that you might not have been aware of. Well said. All right. Well, it's been real. I'm your boy, King Kunta 3X. One day I'll tell you why it's like you have to say the 3X all together, kind of like a pimp named Slickback or a Tribe Called Quest. But that's another podcast. I'm sorry. I'm just regular old Be Honest, and we appreciate you listening to Black on Both Sides, where nothing is black and white. Unless they're ninjas. Ninjas are usually only black or white. So you mix up the black and the white, it gets confusing. You don't know who's who. Oh, wow.